You're listening to Real Faith Radio, presented by Praise Chapel, Las Vegas. This is where real faith meets real change. Be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play Music to get instant notifications when new episodes are available to download or stream. You can also check out our website, praisechapellasvegas.com, to check out some more information about us and see what's going on this month on our events calendar. Lastly, follow us on social media at PC Las Vegas. With that being said, listen up, because here comes the word. I'm going to have you guys move, but it's okay, amen, because I'm a person that moves around, so amen, I, I don't want to just stay confined in one station, amen, but uh, God bless you guys, thank you guys for your prayers, amen, for the safe trip, amen, of of my family, my kids, amen, and everyone going and coming back. I mean, we had a great celebration for my mom who celebrated 80 years. She was surprised, amen. There was probably around 100 people, amen. It was just an amazing time uh, for, for my mom, amen, and a great celebration uh, her, of her life. I mean, it was really a great accomplishment, 80 years here on earth, amen, and so she still looks good. She's still moving around, amen, and, and we just had a great, great time. Also had the opportunity of ministering at Azusa with Pastor Woody and Apples, amen, on Sunday. Had a great time, man, great response there. Uh, Sister Des blessed us, amen, with a song there, amen. And, and so we just had, it was just, uh, it was just all corral day over there, amen, hallelujah. And so we just had a great time and we got here safely back, amen. First of all, I just want to say happy Valentine's Day to all you guys, amen. If you don't have a Valentine. Jesus is your valentine, amen, hallelujah. And so uh, we, 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 we thank you for coming here, amen. I, I want to minister real briefly and, and, and quickly, amen, to get us out of here and go grab some grub or whatever you guys going to do, amen. But why we're here, what brought us here, and what keeps us here, amen. If I can put all this into one word, it's because of love. Can somebody say Amen. And I want to minister a message that you see on the screen here. His love, say his love. His love will keep us together. Come on. It's only his love. Come on. Our love does not do that. Our love only lasts a certain time. Things start to rock. Amen. Our love likes to bail. But his love will always keep us together. Amen. John 3.16 says this. For God so loved the world that he gave. Amen. True love, church, starts in giving. Amen. 1 John 4.19 says, we love because he first loved us. Amen. Today is Valentine's Day and people express their love in cards, in gifts, flowers, food, which is my best gift, is food. Hallelujah. You can keep the flowers, you can keep the candy, but you can give me the food. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so food is always a great thing of expression of love, amen. But God expresses his love by, to us by sacrifice and expresses sacrifices every single day. Come on. That God so loved us that he gave a gift that keeps on giving. And that's love, church. 1 Corinthians 13, 13.3 says this, if I can give all I possess to the poor, And give over my body to hardships that I may boast. But do not have love, I gain nothing. The Message Bible puts it like this. No matter what I say, what I believe, do, 
a bankrupt without love. 2 John 1.6 says this. Love means living by the way God commanded us to live. As you heard from the beginning, his love is this. Live a life of love. My pastor, when he, she prayed over me and sent me to this city of Las Vegas, she said, this place, amen, and stage of love, amen. After they didn't really mean it. I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you. Come on, turn to something. I love you. How many know when you can say, I love you, they can, they can sense it if not? Right? Come on, you've got to understand, when we say those words, I love you, there has to be some feeling behind that, some action behind it. It's love people back, amen. It's the love that we have, amen, that will keep us in union with him. His love will keep us together. Life, church, is all about love. It's so full of and problems and busyness that you know what we forget to do is to love. Come on, somebody. Come on, we get so busy and caught up in, the, in life, man, that we forget to love. It started with love when we got saved. And it was his that drew us. It was love that brought us inside these doors to the church, amen. It was love that was presented to you or, or offered to you, amen. When you were out there in the world, that love came and came knocking at your door and said, come and, and feel the love of God. It was love that invited somebody. The love for somebody that you went out of your way to invite them to church. Remain. It's love that causes us to do the things that we do for God. It's all about love. God bless you. God is love. And the most important lesson that he wants us to learn here on earth before we go home is how to love. Come on. Love is the foundation of every command that he has given us, church. Galatians chapter 5, verse 14, the Living Bible says this. The whole law can be summed up in one command, love others as you love yourself. You see, knowing God's command is not enough, church. We must, say I must, we got to put it into practice. You know, if we say I love you and there's no action behind it, you're just a clanging symbol. Come on, like I said, if you can give to the poor and do all this but not love, you're bankrupt, you're nothing. So everything that we do has to be because of love. Learning to love everyone, how many know it's not easy? Come on, don't look at them right now. <laughs> Come on. Ha, ha, ha. I know, I mean, there's something happening there, amen. But it's not easy to love everyone. Come on. But let me tell you something. We don't have to like everyone, but we need to love everyone. We may not like how the person is acting, uh, but we still need to Love that person. Can somebody say amen? Come on, it's not easy to love everyone, amen, but we are, I mean, we are here and commanded to love everyone as we love ourselves. Because there's a certain things that, that we like in our self-centered nature. See, God wants us to love everyone. Somebody say everyone. But God's also most, more concerned that we love the family of God that we belong to even more. Amen. Come on, somebody. See, we need to get it right right here on earth, church. We need to love, you need to love your neighbor right here. 
You need to love the person across this room, behind you, the side of you, all this place. We need to love here because guess what? We're going to spend eternity together. Come on, if you don't like that brother, amen, uh, that you right here in this church, amen, that brother's going to live right next to you in your mansion. Come on. And so you better get to love that brother, love that sister, because we're spending eternity. This is forever, church. Forever, amen. So you better start liking that mug next to you. <laughs> you better start loving that mug, amen. Hallelujah. First Peter Chapter 2, verse 17, this is a, a common English version. It says like this, show special love for God's people. Galatians chapter 6, 10, NIV says this, therefore, as we have an opportunity, let us do good to all people, especially to those who belong to the family of believers. Let me tell you, we need to love the world, church. But you need to love your brother and sister even more. You know, we, we really need to work it out here. So if there's some kind of, uh, of dislike or there's something that we're rubbing each other wrong and things like that, you need to get over it and you need to start loving. Because what it's going to cause is division. See, the, 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 the world right now, the way it's going right now, the enemy is working hard to cause division. And he's working hard in the church. If you can get people to divide in the church, brothers and sisters to have discord and, and arguments and things like that, or you know what, I don't like that sister, I don't like that brother, and there's really no love there, then we have a problem, church, because we're going to spend e eternity together. And so we need to understand today that, you know, if we have an opportunity, as it says here in Galatians, we need to do good to all people, but especially to those that we belong in the house of God. God wants his family to be known, listen, by the way they love each other more than anything else, more than all the, all the good duties that you're doing, all the good deeds that you're doing. God wants to say, you know what, I want my church to be known because they love each other. Jesus said in John 13, 35, NIV, by this all men will know that you're my disciples if, what? If you serve better than anybody else, that you give more than anybody else, that you, that you do good deeds in the community more than anything else. No, no, only by the way we love each other, church. How many know that you can do good things but still not love? You know, we're, we're not here. We're not saved by works, church. We're saved by love. It's love. It's the expression of love towards the world. That's what sees God inside of us. They'll know that we're his disciples if we love one another. In heaven, we're going to enjoy each other forever, like I said. So we got a lot of work here. Can somebody say amen? Come on, to prepare ourselves for loving each other in eternity. See, God trains us by giving us family responsibilities. And, and one of those responsibilities is loving one another. See, God wants us to be in, a, in regular, continuous fellowship with each other and other believers so that we can develop the skill of loving. Love cannot be learned in isolation. That means that we need to be around people, all people. Come on, not just the people you like, 
Not just the people that you love or get along with, amen. That means that you're going to have to spend some time with people who irritate you. Don't look at them right now. Come on, you're going to have to spend some time with people that get on your nerves. How many know who I'm talking about? I know who I'm talking about. <laughs> There's some people at my work that get on my nerves. But I love them. I love them. Amen. I, I may not like their actions. I may not like their, their personality. I may not like how they treat others. Amen. But I still love them. Come on, somebody. So in order, and so these people are brought into our lives in order to learn how to what? Love. Because it's easy to love somebody that you love. Come on. There, there's no problem on embracing somebody. There's no problem on, 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 on loving someone that, 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 that you get along with, but it's loving those that irritate you. Love should be our top priority, our main goal in our lives. Love is the key in the kingdom of God. Everything that we do, church, has to be based. The foundation has to be built on love. It's not built on anything else. But love, church. 1 Corinthians 14.1, Living Bible says this. Let love be your greatest aim. If you're going to shoot for anything in your life, in Christianity, in your walk with God, you're going to have to aim for love. Love has to be your goal. Love has to be, God, I want to love like you love. God, I, I, want, I want the love of God in my life. God, I want them to see your love in my life. Not what I do, not the duties I do, not how well I preach, but how I love. Now, that has to be the main goal inside our lives, church. I'm going to give you three truths tonight about love and relationships. Amen. You ready? First one, life without love is really worthless. That's why Paul makes it a point in 1 Corinthians 13.3, no matter what I say, no matter what I believe, no matter what I do, I am bankrupt without love. We sometimes take relationships as something that we have to work into our schedule. People are trying to time or making time for people. I mean, I need to find time for my children. I need to find time for my spouse, my family, the church, amen. And what we're really doing is making relationships just part of our lives, just like everything we do. Work, school, you know, doing this, doing that, shores, whatever it is, amen. Uh, we just work into a schedule. But God is saying that our relationship is really all about. It's about relationship. If we look at the Ten Commandments in Exodus chapter 20, four of the Ten Commandments deal with our relationship with God, while the other six deal with our relationship with people or with each other. But all ten commandments are based on relationship. Don't have any of the gods before me. Come on. That, that's relationship. Don't worship any other god. Relationship. Don't misuse the, the name of the Lord. Relationship. Honor the Sabbath. Relationship. Honor thy father and thy mother. Relationship. Do not murder. Relationship. Do not commit adultery. Relationship. Do not steal. Relationship. Don't give false witness. Do not covet all relationship, church. Jesus came and made two statements about loving God and loving people in Matthew chapter 22, verse 37 to 40. And the New Living Translation says this, you must love the Lord, your God, with what? All your heart and, and 
It says this is the first and the greatest commandment. That you need to love God, the Lord your God, with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. And then it goes on to say on the second part, love your neighbor as yourself. So we are to what? Love God what? First and love others second. Come on, that, the, loving God is the greatest. But you've got to also love your neighbor as yourself. Relationship is not what, what you have or, 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 or the, what matters the most. Amen. Yeah. If you have things in your life, accomplish big goals, what good is it, church, if you don't have people to share it with? You know, I, I realize that in ministry, if I just taste building a church and not spend my time with my wife, I'm going to be empty. Come on. She is everything to me. Amen. I'm complete with her. She makes me complete, church. But building it together with her and with you guys, that's what's going to make me happy. Come on. If we can build it together and we can spend time together in building these things, then that's what's going to make me happy. See, we hurt relationships by overloading our schedules. Come on. Now, when we start doing too much, amen, or, or it cuts back our, our time and our energy, our attention that a loving relationship needs. We, we can't overload our schedules, church. You've got to make time for family and do it in love. Can somebody say amen? See, busyness is one of the greatest en enemies of relationships. Because we get preoccupied of making a living, working, paying the bills, accomplishing goals, rather than building relationships. The most important thing in life is not how much you have, church. It's learning to love God and love people. That should be your aim. That should be your goal. You know what? I want to love God more and I want to love his people more. I want to love the church more. I want to love my brothers and sisters more. Amen. You see, life minus love equals a big fat zero. If I can do this and do that without love, I'm nothing, church. You've got to have love. Second truth is love will last forever. This is another reason God tells you and I to make love a top, a top priority because it's made to last forever. It's eternal. 1 Corinthians 13, 13, New Century Version says these. These three things will continue forever, faith, hope, and love. And the greatest of these is what? Love. How I many know that love's, God, God's telling us that love's important here. You know, it's one of the top three things that will last forever, amen. And the greatest of all these things of, of, of faith, hope, and love is love, church. Love leaves a legacy. It was the love of her people that made Pastor Mike Neville, amen, uh, leave an awesome legacy, amen, uh, build an awesome fellowship that's still going today, even though he's been gone for, for years, amen, that they still talk about him. That, that was a love, that was a legacy because this was a man that know how to love people and love his God. Mother, Mother Teresa said this, it's not what you do but how much love you put in it to it that matters. So it's not what you do but how much love you put into it, church, that matters. Love is a secret of a lasting heritage. 
If we can build this church, let me tell you, in love, this church will last forever. It will last forever because it's built on love. And love will never die, church. Love is eternal. When people are, 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 living, are living their final moments, they're not asking, uh, bring all my rewards, uh, bring the medals that I won, amen. Show me all my accomplishments. No, no, while their earth uh, is ending, amen, their life is ending, uh, people don't want to be surrounded by options. They want to be surrounded by people they love, relationships that they have, amen. I don't know about you, am I dying dead? I, I want my kids around me, amen. I, 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 want, I want people I love around my life, not, not the accomplishments that I had. You know, it was my mom's love at this 80th birthday that we went, amen, that surrounded her, this love surrounded her, her, her to connect with her, to celebrate her life, amen, through, through these things. It was my mom's love that brought all those people together. My mom's a mom of, of love and prayer. She's always going out showing love uh, to every, every, every relative, cousins, aunts. I mean, she brought the connection. Uh, and I told my mom as we were sitting there and we were sharing some words, I said, Mom, this whole party, why all these people came is because of your love. You showed love to them. You showed the love of God. You are a great example how God's love looks. And, and love brings us together, church. And that's why it's so important for us that we love God and we love people. Because that's what brings connections. That's what brings friendships you know, if we don't have any friends, then you're not showing love. It's the truth, church. Because if you're showing love, people get connected. There's a connection. If there's no connection, it's because there's something's lacking. You're not showing the love. You've got, you got to show the love of God. You've got to love God, priority. You've got to have love God because God's love is what draws people. And you're going to, have to, you're going to have to share that out. You're going to have to love others. In our final moments, we all realize, you know what, that relationship is really what life is all about. Let me tell you, when people that did not have relationships die, their final moments are sad because they're saying, man, I should have built relationships because I'm here I am dying alone. See, wisdom is learning that truth sooner than later. Don't wait till you're on your deathbed to figure out that relationships are what matters the most, church. Start building relationships now and surround yourself with love. Can somebody say amen? Third reason tonight and the final one. To make learning love a goal in our life is this. It's going to be evaluated in eternity. See, one of the ways that God measures, listen, spiritual maturity is by our quality of relationships. See, the first question that he's going to ask you when you see him face to face in judgment day, what did you do with my son? What kind of relationship did you have with him? And what kind of relationships did you have with others? He's going to check out your love. He's going to see how was your love. He's going to, he's going to ask you these things, though he already knows them, church. See, if we can love each other and we can get along, then, then you're growing spiritually. That, that, that's how it's measured, church. See, in heaven, it's, it, God's not going to say, well, tell me about your career. Tell me about your best sermon you preached, son. Tell me about that. God, I, you know, how much money was in your bank account? 
Let me see all your rewards. No, no. Let me tell you. He's going to review how we treated other people. And how we humbled ourselves and we put others first above ourselves. That is how God's going to measure us. That's how he's going to see us. Jesus said the way to love him is the same way that we need to love his family and his church. The way you love God right now, you need to love your brother and sister the same way. If you really love God with all your heart, mind, and soul, guess what? You've got to love others the same way. We have to love each other that way. We've we, we, we got to understand, church, that you know what? We need to love his family. We need to love the church the way we love him. In Matthew 25, 40, it says this. Truly I tell you, just as I did to the one of the least of these who are members of my family, you did it to me. God, God watches how you treat people, church. See, when we enter those pearly gates, when you and I finally enter into eternity, we're going to leave everything behind. I mean, no, you're not going to take nothing. You can't take your favorite shoes with you. Come on, you, you can't take that favorite necklace with you. You can't take that favorite shirt you like or that favorite hat. You, you, can't, you cannot take anything. All you'll be taking into heaven, guess what? You know what it is? Is your character. That's all you're taking into heaven is your character. And that's why the Bible says in Galatians 5, 6, amen, NIV says, the only thing that counts, listen, is faith expressing itself through love. Come on. That's the only thing that counts is faith expressing itself through love, church. And the best expression of love is time. The most important uh, things in life can be measured by how much time uh, we're willing to spend or are willing to invest in them. Uh, the more you give something, uh, uh, the more that you give, uh, more time you give something, the more you reveal what's important to you. If you want to know a person's priorities, if you want to know the priorities of your brothers and sisters, just look out where they spend their time at. See, time, church, is the most precious gift. Listen, church, time is the most precious gift because you only have a certain amount of it. You can make more money, but you can't make more time. When you and I give someone our time, you're giving them a portion of your life, something that you can't take back. Your time is your life, church, and that's the greatest gift that you can give somebody is your time. It's not enough to say that relationships are important, but we have to prove it by investing what? Time into them because words are worthless. 1 John 3.18 says this, My children, our love should not just be words and talk. It must be true love which shows itself in action. See, real love is, 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 a, is an action, not a feeling, church. It produces selfless, sacrificial giving. Relationships take time and effort. Can somebody say amen? Let, let me tell you, church, the best way to spell love is not L-O-V. It's T-I-M-E. You see, church, love is not based on what we think or do. Or provide others. It's how much time we give of ourselves. Men have a hard time with this. With time. 
Come on, ladies. It's all right to say amen. Come on. Come on. I'm still working on this, church. But I've learned that relationships are worth it to spend some time. See, people want your eyes, men. Your ladies want your eyes, your ears, your attention, your, your presence, your focus. They want your time. My, my wife would rather have time with me than me buying her something. She, she wants her time. She wants some moments. And I have to realize, even in the time of busyness, that when she's trying to ask for some time, guess what? I better give her some time. Whatever time I got to give her, whatever the moment I have, I, at that time I got to realize, you know what, my wife is looking for some time with me. My wife is looking for my eyes. My wife is looking for my attention. Uh, my wife is looking for my ears, amen. Uh, she's looking for my presence. Uh, she's looking for my focus. She's looking for my time. And nothing can take place of that church. Man, the most desired gift of love is not diamonds or roses or chocolate. And I'm not saying they don't like them. Don't get me wrong. Say, well, pastor, say, I'm just going to give you time, amen. You're going to save me some money here, amen. Okay, talk to me, hallelujah. <laughs> Come on, don't, don't, don't get rid of the gifts or the flower or whatever it is. You know, they like those things too. But let me tell you, they'd rather have your time. Come on, ladies, say amen. They want your focus, attention, time. And whatever you give your time, you're making a sacrifice, church. And sacrifice, listen, is the essence of love. Jesus modeled this for you and I. In Ephesians chapter 5, verse 2, the Living Bible says this. Life, live a life filled with love, following the example of Christ. He loved us and offered himself as a sacrifice for us. A pleasing aroma to God. You see, just as children, grandchildren imitate their parents or their grandparents, we have to follow and imitate God's exampleship. His great love for us is to sacrifice himself so that we might live. He sacrificed himself so that we could live, church. And our love for others should be the same way. We've got to sacrifice for one another. Come on, somebody say amen. Come on. I, 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 why would I have to sacrifice? My children sacrifice ministry. We, we, we sacrifice for, for, for what we're doing, church. Come on now. Sacrifice, amen. We do this. Christ did that for us. We do it for him. We do it for the church. We do it for others, amen. Come on, a love that goes beyond affection but to a self-sacrificing service. See, you can give, listen, you can give without loving, but you can't love without giving. Did you get that? You can give without loving, but you can't love without giving. It says, for God so loved the world that he gave. See, the best time to love is now, church. So many people procrastinate on this. Well, I know I'm supposed to love, but... You know, I'm not there yet. When are you going to get there then? Come on. When, what are you doing to work at it? What are you doing to try to make it fixed? See, God's talking about us in the church. Come on, if we can't get along, then we need to break something. We need to, we got we to gotta do it in love because God requires us. Love God first and love others as you do yourself. 
And so we got to fix this. And so if there's things that we're rubbing each other wrong, then we need to get over ourselves, get over our feelings, get over our hurts, whatever that may be, amen, and be big, big God. And I'm not saying those don't hurt and those people, what people say don't hurt us, but we got to be big in God and say, you know what, I'm going to love you despite of what you did to me, despite of what you said to me because God says to love. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be the demonstration of love. And if you can start to do that with God, God, then those people can turn around and start to love back because that's what God did for us. Come on, we didn't love him, yet he still loved us. We cursed him, yet he still loved us. We still did wrong things, yet he still loved us and pursued us. And that's what drew his back to him, church. And we got to do the same for others. Come on, we can't be like the world. The world... No, no one loves you, then the world cuts you off. And we're doing that in the church? There's something wrong. The love of God's not inside of us. We're taking it personal. Instead of saying, I'm doing this for the kingdom. Jesus could have took it personal any time hanging on that cross. Let me tell you, church. The Bible says that he could have called 10,000 angels to come wipe them out. But he hung on there, took the sacrifice, took the insults. And continue to what? Love. He loved on that cross. Loved him to, to the end where he says, you know what? Forgive them for they don't know what they do. Forgive her for what she said. Forgive him for what he said to me and did to me. I'm going to continue to love them because you love me, church. God loved us, church, and we got to demonstrate that love. You see, love requires it to be a top priority which a lot of people don't like to do because you know what love takes? Time and work and effort. And oh, man, that's so hard sometimes. Come on. You know? I, 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 I promise to love my wife for better, for worse, richer, poorer. This love is a work. Marriage is, is a work. Marriage is not just because we said I do. It's a lifelong process. I choose to love my wife even when I don't like her and she don't like me. Come on, come on. You can ask my wife. There's times that she don't like me, but let me tell you, she'll always love me. Come on, she'll always love me. That, that dislike or that dis thing uh, that I did or whatever got on her uh, that made her not like me at that moment, amen, uh, didn't over to hate because of God was in her that can override the dislike of what I did at the time that she continues to love me. got to make it a top priority, church. If, you hate, if your problem is, you know what, you hate, you can't love those that, that you don't like, then we got to work on that. God, help me to love people that I struggle with, that, that get on my nerves, that, that irritate me, God. Help me not to turn into hate because let me tell you, it can turn to hate real quick. Come on. You can love God all you want, but if you're not loving each other, then the love of God's not inside of you because they'll know that you're my disciples by the way what? You love one another. There has to be a love. Love conquers everything, church. The Bible says love conquers all. It covers all wrong. It covers every insult. Everything comes back. Love, love overrides all that. We've got to continue to love. Amen. The Bible stresses that out. In, in, in Galatians chapter 6, verse 10, it says, whenever you have the opportunity, be good to everyone. Uh, Proverbs 3.27 says this, whenever, whatever, uh, whenever you possibly can, do good to those who need it. 
Tell your neighbor. Never tell them now or help them today. See, the best time to express love is now, church. You don't know, you don't know when you'll have an opportunity to show it again. See, people change, people die, kids grow up. We have no guarantees of tomorrow. You've got to do it now. You've got to love now, church. If you want to express love, do it now. Don't, don't wait till you know what, I don't know. I, no, do it now. If you have a, a grudge with a family member and all this stuff and you just don't love them right now, then get it right now because you don't know if you'll have tomorrow with them. You know, I was at this, at this party. It was kind of like a family, family uh, uh, reunion. I haven't seen cousins there that I haven't seen for 30 years. And I was like, man, I've seen them old. And, and then some, some of my older uncles that now I've seen, I said, man, you, you still look the same and, and all this stuff. Man, you look good. And they'll, they'll tell me that, amen. You know, man, you. <laughs> but there's these cousins and sisters that are there that have not talked for years, and they were right there in the same place and not saying one word of grudge because of hatred or whatever it may be. Turn to, and these are sisters. And I'm talking to one. I'm, I'm praying for one. He goes, you know, I tried Primo, but you, she, she just don't want it. And there's, and there's just, you can just see that just the, 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 just the, the ugliness there. And I'm like, man, what's going on with our family? Divided. There's brothers doing the same thing. My, some, my nephews. Two of them, they're not even talking. They're right there. Like, what, what is this? You know, it's my, it's my mom's birthday, so I didn't want to start anything there. But I'm, I, I'm talking to both of them. And I, what's going on? And I'm talking to their mom. She goes, just pray for them. And I said, I pray for you guys all the time. This has to break. Because when that person dies, they're going to feel bad. I wish, man, I, had some, I wish I had some time with my brother or my sister. But I let this pride or whatever it is that, that brought it, just get over it and just love. Let's break that. The enemy's trying to separate families and separate these things. And let me tell you, you cannot have a relationship with God if we can't get things right here at church. You can love God. And I'm not saying that if you don't do your part and they refuse it. I'm, you know, I'm not saying that. But you've got to do your part and still love. As a Christian, that is our obligation. That is our top priority is to love everyone. Jesus loved everyone. Not everyone accepted him. But he still loved them and moved on. You can't let it where it starts to build some kind of hatred inside you or some kind of discomfort that when you see him, let me tell you, when you, you're still dealing with it, is when you see that person and you, you feel like, oh, and you walk away the other way. There's something still there. That person can walk in and it does not move you, but it's, you still become the same person then the love of God's demonstrated in your life. You understand what I mean? You ever had that, that person walk in and you're like, oh, man, they're here. <laughs> right? We're dealing with some people like that. And let me tell you, I deal with that with some coworkers, man. There's, there's just one coworker that, man, that just irritates me. But I can't, I, 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 and there's times, let me tell you, I had to repent that I was pretty rude. And I said, God, I'm sorry. And I even had to apologize to the person because, because that's what I needed to do. And I even told this person, I love you. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm just, you know, God loves you. And I just went into sharing the gospel a little bit. 
to say, you know what, whatever you do, I'm not, I'm not going to be moved by you. I'm going to continue to love. I'm not going to let resentment or bitterness or, or discord or anything inside of me or even speak negative towards her or towards other people about this person. I'm just going to continue to serve God. Can somebody say amen? I'm going to close with this saying. The best use of life is love. The best expression of love is time. And the best time to love is now. Amen. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 17 and 18 says this. Root down into God's love and keep you strong. And then you may have the power to understand that as all people, all God's people should, how wide, how long, how high, how deep his love is. Church, his love will keep us together. Amen. Praise the Lord. Let's all stand together.